Hello, and welcome to my podcast. My name is Scott. The podcast you're listening to is called Coffee and Books. On today's podcast, we are going to have a little bit of a filler episode because I am still reading the classic Little Women. And in the meantime, I'm going to bring to you an episode about two different topics. It's going to be the best books and my top 16 music autobiographies and music books in general. And it's also going to be, this week's episode is going to involve a book series or book that inspired me. Now, let's begin. Okay, the first book I want to bring up is called Bowie, a biography by Mark Spitz. Uh, Both David Bowie and Mark Spitz have since been deceased since uh, this book has been written, which was about, uh, let's see, 2009. It's a good book. I enjoyed it. It's uh, it's pretty long, but it's also very exhaustive, which I like. It's a fantastic history of one of my favorite musicians, David Bowie. Um, if you know anything about my musical tastes, and you know I'm a classic rock guy, and David Bowie's you know up there in the pantheon. You know he's one of the the guys that I go to on my record shelf. Now, Mark Spitz, great author, um, also contributor to the Rolling Stone. Uh, I thoroughly, like I said, enjoyed it, but the only thing I wish it was a little bit different about this book was that I wish that, you know, it did include the, the final albums that David Bowie released, which of course did not exist when that book came out. Uh, but that's the only complaint they had about it, and otherwise I thought it was a good book. Okay, book number two, Me by Elton John. Of course, this came out during that whole Rocketman movie that, you know, came out last year in 2019. Um, I really enjoyed the book. I didn't see the movie. You know, it wasn't a companion piece, but I felt like, you know, there was a reason Elton John's going on tour again and doing all this stuff, releasing an autobiographical book. He's trying to capitalize before his retirement. I unfortunately have never seen Elton John live, but I, again, I really appreciate his music. Didn't realize how many hits he wrote that I enjoy. Um, Fantastic singer-songwriter. Elton's definitely up there. Wouldn't change a thing about this book. Okay. Number three. Daisy Jones and the Six by Taylor Reed. Okay, so this is going to be a different one. It's not a biography. Daisy Jones and the Six is actually a fictional account of a historic rock band uh, that was in the 70s. And what I like about this is that it's almost believable, as in, like, it's almost real. Like, the way it's written, it plays out like a real rock band. If if you were to change it out for, like, Fleetwood Mac or another group in the 70s, it could pretty much be almost factual. Um, I'm sure that was what the author was intending when I say it was all about, you know, the stories that exist, you know, where the formation or formulative formula for this book, that's where it came from. Uh, having said that, uh, you know, everything about this book was, you know, pretty, pretty relaxing, pretty calm, but you know, it's fiction. So if only there was music to actually go with the, you know, the words, you know, that's, that's what I was hoping for. They wrote down music, but you know, you don't get to hear it in your head, which is kind of hard. Okay. Book number four, The Dirt, Confessions of the World's Most Notorious Rock Band by Neil Strauss. Um, for those of you who don't know, The Dirt is basically the biography of Motley Crue. And Motley Crue was a crazy rock band in the 80s. Um, Motley Crue had a wonderful movie that came out last year, uh, which I was very excited to watch. 
Um, it's every bit as X-rated as that band pretty much is. And uh, I have no doubt that drugs and alcohol basically fueled the 80s, and in particular this band. Um, to this day, even as we speak, they're on tour, they're trying to go on tour, even though right now with all the lockdowns going on, they're still talking about how they have a run in June and they can't, you know, slow down. They got to keep going and playing major cities. And even though they said we're never getting together again, they're getting together again. Uh, so a couple notes I think the the dirt, the book, it didn't age well. Um, they kind of confessed to a lot of crimes, and uh, some of it's very disturbing, especially if you aren't familiar with the '80s or, in general, the cruise philosophies. So, I gotta say, this book's not for the faint of heart. It's not for those who aren't real, you know, rock and roll rebels, so to speak. Um, if you're just, you know, a good music fan, maybe you might appreciate it, but. I gotta say, this one might be for the hardcore enthusiasts. Okay, book number five. Thanks a lot, Mr. Kibblewhite by Roger Daltrey. Okay, so before I go any further, I have to say two of my books on this list are by Who members. I really, 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 really enjoy The Who. The Who was one of the first bands that I ever got into as a kid, so it's hard for me to be not biased towards this band. And in particular, this book was, you know, pretty awesome. I enjoy Roger Daltrey. I think he's a fascinating lead singer. Um, I think he's kind of old now, unfortunately. You know, which is what happens when you have a successful rock career. You get old. And it's amazing that people still want to see you. Even when you pretty much don't have the voice that you used to have, you know, 50, 60 years ago. So, yes, I'm happy that Roger, you know, is still around and kicking. And, you know, wrote this awesome book about his life story. Uh, but, of course, back to rock and roll lifestyle. The drugs, the booze, all that stuff, it kind of destroyed the relationships of each other. And what's most f- interesting about this book is that he gives opinions about his various bandmates, which kind of goes hand-in-hand hand with other books later on we'll get into. But, basically, I liked it for what it is, which is a lead singer's tell-all book about his life and his relationships with his bandmates. Okay, number six. Just a Shot Away, Peace, Love, and Tragedy with the Rolling Stones at Altamont by Saul Austerlitz. Okay, so Just a Shot Away is pretty awesome because it's not a book about a band, the Rolling Stones. In this case, it's about a singular moment in that band's history, uh, which was Altamont, December 1969. Um, If you don't know, that was a shit show. That was pretty much exactly what the opposite of Woodstock was supposed to be. So this is a, you know, a person's account of actually being there. Um, and, you know, I felt that was pretty awesome. Uh, let's see. So overall, would enjoy, would recommend, especially to those Rolling Stones enthusiasts out there. Okay, number seven, Waging a Heavy Peace, A Hippie Dream by Neil Young. I like Neil Young. I think Neil Young's a good guy. I think his his work is very, very out there, especially like works like Transformer. And, you know, what I like about Neil Young is that he never stopped changing, and his sound, you know, just because you don't like one Neil Young album doesn't mean you're going to not like the other ones that come out. So keep in mind, when you're listening to an artist and they've had 50 years to explore their catalog, they're probably going to change a thing or two. They're not going to have the same stuff every day so waging heavy peace was taking 
Neil Young's, uh, you know, pro, I don't know how to explain his hippie sympathies and putting it onto a wider audience, saying and explaining his, uh, you know, his charities, talking about, you know, becoming an American citizen, all that kind of good stuff. It's in there. Uh, as far as, you know, the fact that he's from Canada and he's a little bit more left-leaning than other musicians, that's probably something you got to keep in mind when going into that one. Okay, number eight, I Am Ozzy by Ozzy Osbourne. Look, I'm a huge Black Sabbath fan. Like The Who, Black Sabbath was one of the first bands I ever got into. Ozzy's awesome. I love his recount, or, you know, I love his accounts of everything, but I think it's very, very hard to take for, you know, word for word everything that happened. There was a lot of drugs in that time period, in that band. And, you know, I pretty much don't think Ozzy had a sober moment until the 2000s. So it's pretty hard to say everything is exactly as he says it. But, I mean, if you take it for what it is, which is a guy who is recounting his batshit crazy life, you know, it's pretty awesome. It's a pretty awesome book, especially if you like heavy metal. Okay, next on the list, number nine, A Long Time Gone by David Crosby. Okay, David Crosby, like Neil Young, is very outspoken in his po- political beliefs, his politics. They're everywhere, in his songs, and his music, and if you ask him about anything, he's going to tell you. But what I did not know about David Crosby, of course, was the long history of drug abuse. Again, this book details the accounts of how the drugs took over, how he got sober, how he met you know, people who helped him through it, and it's a good you know, talk for why basically you should not do drugs. Um, the book was written a long time ago, so it probably needs to be updated based on his life. I probably would read a more current biography of David Crosby, but for what it is, it's pretty awesome. Okay, next one, How Music Works by David Byrne. Okay, How Music Works is probably one of the greatest technical abilities of books and music history of all time. It is a definition of the music industry it is perfect in a lot of ways because it's not just explaining about one person's history it explains where we are in our current state of the music industry and that's changing pretty fast so at at the time when that book came out which was not too long ago the music industry you know had gone from vinyl records and CDs and cassettes and all that stuff to mp3s to streaming to you know, lossless files to, you know, God knows what's next, you know, so he, you know, David Byrne does a fantastic job of dissecting the music industry. Okay, so next we have, let's see, we're going to have Ace Frehley, um, sorry, Ace Frehley's biography, No Regrets, a rock and roll memoir. Kiss, like The Who, like Black Sabbath, if you're seeing a theme here, was one of my childhood bands. And I thought Ace was probably one of the coolest. You know, he was the guitar player, he was the guitar god. Uh, But if you don't know anything about Kiss, all four band members during their peak time period were very unique and had very outgoing personalities. And that's kind of what led to them clashing in their later years. But of course... Ace was one of the best and most inventive guitarists of all time. Self-taught, too. So, if you like anything to do with Kiss's history, this is definitely a must-read. Okay, 
12, Life by Keith Richards. Okay, so I'm not ashamed to say that the Rolling Stones are basically my favorite band of all time. So, again, hard not to be biased. Keith Richards, the guitarist, um, not the lead singer, but pretty much anyone who's anywhere near the Rolling Stones can write a book about anyone in that time period. But Keith does a very, 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 very good job of recounting his life story. Something that, again, like Ozzy's situation, is hard to believe, but he does a pretty damn good job of making it believable. And that's what was the charm behind the book. You know, like, you're reading this and you're thinking, oh my god, how could he remember this? Like, if I was stoned out of my mind, I probably wouldn't be able to remember to tie my shoelaces, yet alone this guy could play music concerts and pretty much spent a lot of decades messed up. But, like all good stories, you know, it has a pretty much a good happy ending. He got together with his friends, he got sober, he got over all the problems that caused them trouble in the first place, got away from the hanger-ons and all that stuff, and eventually became a better person for it, I'd like to think. Okay, 13. Who I Am by Pete Townshend. Okay, so remember when I said earlier about uh, Roger Daltrey's biography and how they kind of play off one another? As what's familiar with those who are, if you're not sensing it by now, bands like The Clash. In this case, this book and the book I mentioned with Roger Daltrey, they kind of contradict one another. There are moments in there where they support one another, and there are moments where they don't support one another. That's what's so fascinating, is that two people from that time period could have a completely different take on history. I like The Who's music. That doesn't mean that I agree that all every rock and roll singer is an upstanding person. But uh, I definitely felt like uh, Pete Townshend, you know, he had a very interesting story. Um, but, of course, he got into a lot of trouble, too. So, having said that, if you're a Who fan, probably one of the go-tos. Okay, 14. Shout, the Beatles and their generation. I Philip Norman. Okay, the Beatles, there's going to be hundreds of books written about these guys forever. If you're not familiar with the Beatles, I highly suggest you check them out, like, ASAP. Uh, you know, pretty much all popular music in the past 50 years has been influenced by them. They had a lot of hits. And they pretty much were a money-making machine, still are, and probably the biggest band of all time. It's hard to argue that there's anyone bigger. And what's so amazing is that even after they broke up, after the short time they were together, they had a more massive success with the success of their solo careers. So it didn't just end when the Beatles ended. They all kind of went and developed their own successful record sales as well. Okay, so... Shout does a great job, fantastic job, of explaining the Beatles' history. And while it's been a while since I've read this book, I gotta say, this one's gonna be for those hardcore Beatles fans. But is it gonna be eye-opening and telling you secrets you didn't already know about the Beatles? Probably not. But, you know, it's good for an introductory Beatles life lesson and course on everything that they've ever done. And, you know, of course, their history. So, book 15 is Born to Run by Bruce Springsteen. Bruce, awesome fellow. Uh, Enjoy his music. Uh, Bruce, to me, has had a pretty similar sound that's been consistent over the past, you know, 40 years. So, Bruce has got, you know, my vote for being one of the coolest guys ever. Um, You know, Bruce's biography was interesting. 
again, there's a lot of that whole struggle and time period talking about his life and about how even with all the money and all the success he had, how he still had the fight to get heard and, you know, how when he was just starting out, it, you know, it was very difficult for him. So I thought, again, the struggle of going and being a musician was an inspiration. And lastly, we have book 16, which is Hendrix Setting the Record Straight by John McDermott. Okay, so Hendrix, like the Beatles, gonna have hundreds, if not thousands of books over many, many, many years written about him. Sorry, I think you might hear in the background some, some people mowing their yard. We'll just wait a second here. Okay, so Hendrix setting the record straight is awesome because Hendrix is one of the most fascinating people of all time. Jimi Hendrix was, you know, a member of the 27 Club, died very young, cannot obviously set the record straight for what happened in his life. So we have to rely on the people who were there, which, you know, guess what? That was a long time ago. We don't have that much, you know, opportunity left to ask the, the people who were there. But this book and other books like it give us the best insight to what actually happened in this person's life. And I got to say, he is probably one of the most awesome blues guitarist, crazy guitar playing, picking person you could ever think of on the planet. All right, so that kind of wraps up the top 16 list books of the books that I've read. I thought, you know, you all might appreciate that. And uh, now we're going to go on to our next segment, which is books that inspired me. All right, so the book that inspired me we're going to talk about today is called Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone by J.K. Rowling. Okay, obviously one of the biggest books of all time. But why in particular is this a big inspiration for me? My grandfather actually gave me books as a kid, and that's what started my hobby into reading, because I know he likes to read, so that's what really got me going on that. And uh, it was one of the first books I remember reading. I remember other people going crazy about it, and I really related to Harry Potter as I felt like I did not fit in and wanted to be special. Also, I enjoy magic and witchcraft and learning about that stuff, so I thought, you know, J.K. Rowling did a good job. If I could change one thing about the book, I would say that I wish J.K. Rowling would write more books. It's not really about that particular book series, that arc has ended, but I wish that there would be more. And, uh, you know, it's just because I'm greedy and I enjoy reading books and I don't like to see a series come to an end. And since that was probably one of the biggest ways people got into books as in my childhood as Harry Potter... Um, you know, I want, obviously, that trend to continue. But uh, that's what, you know, that was the only thing I would change about the author is I would want her to keep adding and contributing to the universe. I know she is doing that with the movies, but, you know, books would be nice, too. Okay, so having said that, that's my wrap of everything. Hope you enjoyed this podcast. I will definitely give you an update when I am done with Little Women. You're probably going to get another one of these in the future, so... Remember to like and subscribe and share. Just remember, if you enjoy this podcast, you want to tell other people about it. You want to make sure that this podcast gets out there. Tell a friend, show people, share it if you have to, uh, talk about it. But yeah, we're just getting started. Anyway, see you guys later. Bye.